Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. So welcome to another episode of Your Career Podcast. Now, how's your career going? Are you loving what you do? If so, you're one of the truly lucky ones. However, if you sometimes feel that you need some career support and would like to expand your network and community of career professionals, I have a great resource for you, the Careers Academy Online. I have so much in the Careers Academy membership that you should check it out at the Careers Academy dot online. Now today I have a special guest, Marae Ryan, for you, and she is the CEO of the Social Media Marketing Institute. She's also founder of the Social Media Marketing Summit and Social Media Marketing Awards. She's an award-winning entrepreneur who has used social media to grow multiple businesses, not just around Australia, but around the world. Now back in 2010, Marae was named Australian Exercise Professor professional of the year and her business was named 2011 Queensland personal training business of the year. She was also named Australia's number one personal trainer by Good Health and as CEO of her own company Health Guru Industries she learned firsthand the importance of communicating through content and social media to reach her ideal audience. Now I'll leave it up to Marae to tell you about how she made her very interesting career transition into entrepreneurship. And so now let's welcome Marae Ryan to the show. Welcome Marae. Hi Jane, thank you so much for having me. It's it's been such a long time that I've wanted to have you on the show because you are all things digital marketing, social media marketing, and I'm so impressed because I was at your social media marketing um, institute awards last year, which was a fantastic event. And we've got one coming up in August too. But to kick us off, because this is all about how to make successful career transitions, why don't you tell us what were your early aspirations for your career when you were a little girl? Well, it's funny you should ask because I've got a 16-year-old daughter who's in the process of trying to have that same sort of conversation. So we've actually been discussing about where your career takes you. And it's funny because when I try and talk to her about my career path, there's no, there's no line, there's no straight line. It's, it's all over the place. But when I was younger, I sort of dabbled with the idea of going into being a doctor, then going to being a lawyer, and then I wanted to be a policewoman. And then I looked at going into medical research. But funnily enough, I ended up going and um, doing a degree in science and majored in zoology. 
And as you can appreciate, when I came out, it was something that I was passionate about. But when I came out, there wasn't a great deal of careers that were available in that space. So I fell into corporate and went down the corporate path and found out that corporate wasn't my kind of scene. Mm, I know the feeling. <laughs> it's funny when, when, you meet, when you meet a lot of entrepreneurs, it's always, oh, there's something about corporate that was a little bit restricting. I mean, it's wonderful because you can have a great career journey. Uh, however, if you've got an entrepreneurial mindset and there's always something you're hankering for, it makes a difference. But interesting that you were thinking of the traditional career paths when you were little, because that's all we know, really. Doctor, lawyer, police officer, teacher, nurse, perhaps. Uh, but then you've taken quite a different track. So, Marae, after zoology and realising it was a little bit difficult to really carve a career path for you in that area, what did you do? Well, that's when I went, okay, well, I need to get a job. Um, so I actually fell into insurance and worked in car insurance and worked my way through a company there up the corporate ladder to when I was um, working in, in the investigation and fraud area, which was very interesting and I enjoyed it, but then also came with the headaches, the stress, um, I had to deny people's claims, which I never enjoyed. And then add on that a three-hour commute every day, I just found myself in a place that didn't allow sort of the joy that I was looking for in a career. So when I went on maternity leave for my first child, I used that as a place to launch myself into a new career. Mm. You know, launching yourself into a new career can be quite daunting, can't it? So how did you feel? Because you must have had an idea of something that you really wanted. You had a solid career journey already. You were working in insurance, dealing with fraud, doing all sorts of things, very important things. Right? <laughs> However, not quite for you. So when you decided to make the leap, what was going through your head? Well, I was actually quite excited. I mean, obviously changing careers is always a bit of a nervous kind of decision because you're going out from what you know. Um, but after having my first child, I wanted to get back in shape and I wanted to look after my body after it had been <laughs> through such a, a big process. And that's when I discovered my passion for fitness. And so I transitioned into the fitness space and found something that I really loved it didn't feel like work and I, I thought when I, I first launched into working in gyms and studios but wanted to help women who were just like me women who had just had kids women who were time poor who tended to put themselves second because they always put their families first so that's when I launched my fitness business which was called health guru and it was boot camps for women so that was where I could help women just like me Oh, I love it. You know, it, it, it's funny. We were talking before we started the podcast interview that we have a little bit of a parallel career path there because I also started a, a fitness business when I was in Singapore after having children and mine was called the body mechanic. So you're the health guru. I was a body mechanic. So, so interesting. <laughs> but you really excelled in this fitness fitness business because let me just get all my notes so I get the facts right here in 2010 you were doing so well that you were named the Australian exercise professional of the year and in 2011 
um, you were Queensland Personal Training Business of the Year. So obviously, whatever you do, Marie, you put your whole heart and soul into it. But it must have felt so good because you loved it. Definitely. And when you love something, it doesn't feel like work. And so I really am being able to help others particularly and see the women who would come in and then, you know, see their transitions after their hard work. It was just such a rewarding career. And it was funny because I set myself a goal that during my career, I would like to win Queensland Exercise Professional of the Year. I'm a very career goal focused person and I always have my, I've got my list of all the things I want to achieve. So I put that on there and I thought that if I could achieve that in my career, I would feel very happy and, and be, you know, it was something that I wanted to aim for. But what I didn't realise is that I achieved that a lot quicker than I expected. So I reached what I considered my ultimate goal, which I achieved Queensland Fitness Professional of the Year, but I didn't actually think I would ever, I didn't set my sight on Australian um, was actually exercise professional of the year. I didn't set my goal on that and I exceeded my expectations. So I guess that's sort of where I came to a bit of a uh, sort of a critical path in my career because I actually had achieved my goals and I'm somebody who's very goal focused and I needed to look at where I wanted to take it from there. Interesting, because when it comes to career journeys and setting goals, that's what keeps you going. It's a journey after all. And once you've reached what you think is the pinnacle, well, which way do you go from there? There's only one way, right? So you've got to keep looking for the next goal and the next goal. I Honestly, when, when um, it comes to excellence in careers, if you find something that really resonates with you and it's so dear to your heart you do reach excellence because you put your heart and soul into it yes i felt the same way when i was doing the fitness as well i didn't get the gold medal i got a silver medal in the singapore national nike aerobic championship but it was amazing because it ended up with a nike sponsorship and i just thought wow this is incredible. It's all I've ever wanted. But you always think, what's next? And so for Marie Ryan, what was next? Well, for me, I stayed in the fitness industry for another few years, but found that by this stage, I had probably been there for almost 15. And I was starting to get a little bit stale. I was finding that something that had been a passion was starting to become routine. And I was starting to be worn down a little bit. So that's when um, I guess I started questioning about where I wanted to head. At that same time, I had used social media to connect with my audience because back sort of earlier in the 2000s was when it was still fairly new. And I didn't have the money to actually go and invest in a lot of the traditional advertising. So when this new thing called social media came, I found it as an excellent way to connect with my ideal clients and share my passion and my mission with them. And so this led me to be able to grow my business around Australia. I actually used social media to launch a business in Darwin. I never went to Darwin. I still haven't been to Darwin. But by understanding who my ideal audience was and knowing how to target them using social media advertising, I was able to sell my businesses out in Darwin and it was my most successful part of my business. That's when my love affair with social media began and that's when I started to get asked by others, well, how do you do what you do? Can you help me? And so when I came to this career crossroad, I went, you know what, this social media thing is really exciting. It's a way that I can still be passionate but I can also still help others 
And so that's when I decided to make the transition into the social media space. And you've done it so well as well. So with social media marketing, there's so much because obviously all entrepreneurs, small business owners, big businesses need to use social media these days with all the different platforms, whether it's LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and oh, just a whole plethora of platforms that people can go on to. Are there some platforms that you specifically focus on or do you advocate using all of them? I'm a big believer that you need to do one to two very well. And then if you have the, the bandwidth to be able to do others, then then obviously you can do that. And being in the social media space, obviously my bandwidth needs to be a little bit broader so that I can make sure I'm across the different areas. But for me, it goes back to understanding one, who my audience is and what is the platform or platforms that really resonate with them. And because I'm in a lot of the B2B space, for me, a natural fit was LinkedIn and then Twitter. I still am on Facebook. I'm still using Instagram. I'm still on YouTube, but I don't use them in such a way that I do my LinkedIn or my Twitter. So I think businesses need to understand who their audience is and where they are and then start to use those platforms that will help them with those goals. Mm -hmm. Interesting you, you should say that because with all of the different platforms out there, I, I do have quite a number of social media accounts, but my focus is mainly on LinkedIn because of the corporate market, because of you know corporate training and you know, career transition and outplacement, which is what my focus is on. But because I also do B2B, but also B2C, Facebook has been very useful for me because I have a... Um, accountability group for people going through career transition but that's been really useful because people are there in the evenings and they might have a little question and then they can ask well, what do you think the combination of LinkedIn and Twitter the uh, LinkedIn and Facebook works for me but I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram but I haven't quite spent enough time to gain traction there. Uh, you say you use LinkedIn and Twitter, which works best for you. How does Twitter work for B2B? Well, for me, again, it's about thinking about how do I use the different platforms? And so I actually engage on the different platforms in different ways. So for example, my LinkedIn is very much about my connection with the industry, social media, about showcasing other experts, and connecting with people, but my Twitter is more about showcasing and sharing news, information, blog posts, um, those kind of things. Then when it comes to my Facebook, I tend to use those for my Facebook groups, which like you were mentioning, they're a really powerful way. So I do use Facebook groups as a way to connect with my audience, also doing Facebook lives and trainings. But then on Instagram, I tend to do more about my personal life, about where I'm at, where I'm traveling, and showcasing the events that I'm at. So I use the different platforms to share different parts and aspects. And so when it comes to Facebook versus Instagram, I, I tend to think of Facebook as more personal, but for you, you say Instagram is better for the personal and Facebook still for business. So that's an interesting concept. Well, I must admit, I do use Facebook because I use Facebook in a different way as well, because I've got my personal account, which that's where I connect with family and friends. And I use Messenger a lot through that. But then I have business pages that that's when I communicate those business type things in my Facebook groups. But then I use Instagram as a way to, I guess, connect. And I love Instagram stories because it's a way that you can share where you're up to. Like, it's like, it is literally like a story storytelling opportunity. 
so people can share pieces of your day, get in behind the scenes to see what you're doing when you go to events, when you're traveling. So yeah, I use every platform in a different way. So it's the thing where people go wrong is that they replicate the same content across all their platforms. But I find that if you can tailor the different parts of your business and your life to the different platforms, you'll have more success. Mm, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people get very confused about what they should be posting, what should they say, how much they should share, what sort of content they should be sharing. So because a lot of people who listen to this show, your career podcast, uh, are job seekers and career professionals and looking for inspiration, many of them focus on LinkedIn quite a bit. So what would be your top tips for LinkedIn content? Well, you've got to think about how you want to position yourself. And I mean, obviously, it starts with a really solid profile because if people are trying to find you, then they need to understand that you are the person they need to be listening to. So I think if you set up your profile correctly with the correct sort of keywords and, and your experience, then that will help attract people. But the important thing is to stay on brand with the type of expertise that you have. And I see lots of people just talking about anything on LinkedIn, and that might be okay for them. But for me, I find that if I want to connect with people about what I'm across and my thought leadership, I need to make sure I stay on topic. So making sure that when people come to my profile, that that message is congruent with the things that I'm trying to share, I think is important and should be important for everybody on LinkedIn. Mm, I, I agree. Sometimes I see some of the most random posts on LinkedIn where I'm thinking this doesn't really showcase that person's area of expertise. And I, I, I feel that LinkedIn is not really somewhere for you to share if you've been in hospital or, you know, what's going on with your kids or things like that. It, it's nice to get to know the real person behind the profile, but sometimes people overshare. Would you agree? Well, I think there's a time and a place. And if you can tie something that's a personal experience to a business lesson or something that will help people, I think then it is relevant. But if it's just, like you said, just sharing information where we overshare, here's what we had for lunch, you know, it's not, there are other platforms for that and LinkedIn is not one of them. I think I think people need you as a guide. Now, Marae, you are so passionate about social media marketing that you have set up the SMMI, Social Media Marketing Institute Awards. So tell me a little bit about that and how that came about. Well, the Social Media Marketing Awards was something that I was very passionate about launching ever since I won my own award back in 2010. And I saw how amazing it was to my career to be able to help me just stand that little bit above the crowd and the opportunities that it brought. So when I started transitioning into the social media space, I wanted to be able to provide the same for the amazing social media marketers and business owners that are out there. And when I looked around, there were awards that had social media elements to them, but they were generally sort of tacked on to the different awards. So there might be marketing awards that had a social media category, and there might be website awards that had a social media category, but nothing that was dedicated for social media marketers. And so that's why I decided that it was time to really shine a spotlight on those amazing people out there who were doing such a good job. And a lot of the time, they're doing it behind the scenes because it's the brand or the business or the, or the, the agency that, that gets that accolade when they do a good job. So I wanted to launch those awards so that I could help others be able to experience the same amazing opportunities that I had. 
Mm. And last year, it was such an incredible event. It was so well organized. I was there. Everyone was glittering. It was incredible. And um, the trophies are, are, are really quite impressive as well. And so what do we have in store this year? Or is it a secret? Well, I'm very glad that you loved it because last year was our first official awards ceremony. So to be able to have a great experience on our first year, I'm really proud of that. Um, this year, we've uh, added the we added another ten categories, so we're sort of reaching our limit of how many categories we can have, so the night doesn't become the night that never ends. Um, so this year, we've added additional categories such as best social media educator, best social media student campaign, best use of chatbots in social media. We've got influencer awards. Um, we also have the best social media tool so people know what tools are good to use in social media and we've also got this year it's a fire and ice gala dinner so celebrating people on fire but people who are cool under pressure um, so we've got a great night that's on august 15th and we have you know 300 marketers coming in from australia and new zealand and all around the world to come and join us at that event so i'm really excited Oh, I'm so excited too. What am I going to wear, Marae? What am I going to wear? Fire. I think it's fire and ice themed. <laughs> I think that's going to be fantastic. Now, Marae, if people wanted to find out more about you, where can, how can they reach you? What's the best way to get in contact so that you'll respond? Well, obviously, social media is a great, a great way to connect. So if you go to either my LinkedIn profile or my Twitter profile, that's a great way if they want to message me. Otherwise, if they'd like to know more about the Social Media Marketing Institute, they can go to smminstitute.com.au for the Social Media Marketing Summit on the 14th and 15th of August. That's socialmediamarketingsummit.com.au and the awards are socialmediamarketingawards.com. Perfect. And also, I will put all of your links, Marie, in my show notes at janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast so that people can find out and click straight through. I'll also put your Twitter handle there so that everyone can say hello to. And now I, I could talk to you all day because there are so many questions I, I have for you. However, I know you're a busy woman. So what thoughts would you like to leave with us so that those listening can know how to best leverage their platform? Well, I think that you need to be passionate about what you do because, again, when you're passionate, then it doesn't feel like work. And the passion shines through. You know, when I look to um, employing people, you know, social media is a place that I actually come to vet candidates. And I think people might be surprised at how often now employers are vetting candidates. So if you can come onto your platform and show that you're passionate about the area that you're working in, and that you do have some thought leadership, that will be a great way for you to stand out when it comes to either attracting um, employment or if you're looking for clients, it's a great way for them to see that you are the right fit for them. Mm -hmm. Creating content and sharing thought leadership, that's very important. Now, what an amazing journey you've had from insurance and fraud investigations to becoming a fitness guru, award-winning fitness guru, uh, to Social Media Marketing Institute founder and now the the leading the social media marketing institute awards too it's exciting times for you um, and i wish you lots and lots of success Marie. and you know what you should come back onto the show again after the awards and tell us what your plans are for the next coming year i would love to and i guess my career shows that 
You know, it doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to be planned. That you can follow your passions and your dreams. And it's amazing when you step out from behind that comfort zone, the amazing opportunities that can come your way. And you know what we should do, Marie? Let's share some aerobics pictures. Got some from way back when. You've got some from way back when. And I interviewed another amazing lady, Amanda Blessing, who also was a fitness <laughs> fitness instructor as well in her early days. We can share some really good stories. And maybe we'll do a three-way podcast interview next. That would be quite fun. That sounds great. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Marie. And I will talk to you again in a few months' time. If you enjoyed this podcast, look for Your Career Podcast on iTunes and leave a review. And for all the career management support you need to create your dream career, visit janejacksoncoach.com and join my Careers Academy for live career webinars, group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching support, as well as my online career development courses. Isn't it time you found your dream job? You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step -step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.